Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Welcome to Curious Conversations with Tully and Sarah. We sit down and chat with business owners, entrepreneurs, and some of the best conversation starters. This is a podcast about real life lessons and people doing cool shit. Welcome back to another episode of Curious Conversations. Happy Wednesday. Happy Wednesday, Tully Louise. It actually is Wednesday oh today. Oh my God, it is actually. <laughs> so we record this like numerous days of the week. Like I think last week we recorded it Friday. Um, but today is actually hump day. It's a Wednesday and it's another sunny day in Melbourne. Spring has finally arrived. Yeah. And so the temperature for Melbourne in the next like week or so, I think it's like 26, 25, 27. And we fly out to Gold Coast in the morning. I said to you on the weekend, I was like, before we booked, I was like, are you sure you want to go? Like the weather in Melbourne's looking pretty good. Yeah. But to be fair, the weather in Gold Coast is like 24, 25. And I feel like in Gold Coast, if it's 24 or 25, it feels like it's like 28, 27. So we're all good. It's fine. But it's also hot into next week when we get back. So we we love that. I don't know when we're coming back. No, we don't. But (laughs) I presume we'll have to come back Monday, Tuesday. Um, not sure, haven't booked, but let's just... How are you? I'm good. We just had a really fun podcast interview. And w- with this person, we, we've we decided we want to do a roundtable conversation with them. Yeah, so I'm I'm good. That was a great conversation. I'm hanging out to go to Bali, uh, Bali tomorrow. Hanging out to go to Gold Coast tomorrow, like change of scenery, acai bowls in the sun. Like that is my favourite thing to do in Queensland. <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, I'm excited. How are you? I'm good. I'm a little bit chilly in here. Yeah, I, Sarah keeps saying it's cold, but it's not cold. I'm freezing, but you must be getting sick. Don't say or maybe that. she's not having enough protein. <sighs> I'm starving right now. I've definitely trained my hunger. After last the other week, um, Ben's ben. episode, I went and bought. Well, I went to the market that weekend, bought oysters, bought beef liver, Ugh. bought fish oils, Ugh. like. This girl's on a mission. I'm on yeah. a mission. Do not eat any liver around me or anything like that. Oysters I can handle. Um, that's great. But, yeah, that's weird that you're cold because it's quite like I'm hot. I had sweat patches before. It's so weird. <laughs> Maybe you're getting sick. But, anyway, this week's episode was great. We had Eva on who is one of the – I was going to say contestants – was one of the characters – public figures on you Yummy say ca- Mummy characters it's not she's not a character she's a person yeah a public figure yeah. she was a public figure on Yummy Mummies um and that was a reality show that Channel 7 had produced and then Netflix picked it up yeah. and it just went gangbusters from there i think yeah like their followings went up i think and i also think Yummy Mummies might have come on during lockdown oh. so i feel like a lot of shows i can't remember if it came on lockdown but it was somewhere around that time i feel like a lot of the reality shows that came on during lockdowns just went vroom. Mm. Um, that was one example. And I think Alice's season of maths or Mark, one of the seasons of maths, maths went on when London were in lockdown. Okay. And then that took off. Um, but, yeah, we had her on and we spoke a lot about parenting, mm. what gives her joy. Yeah. Uh, what else? She's very funny. Yeah. So I've been explaining Eva to Sarah for a long time. And I'm like, you know, those people on Instagram that are just so fucking entertaining. Yeah. Like she shows a real glimpse. And she'll talk about on the podcast. It's not a massive glimpse into her life. It's like 30 seconds of her day of like funny things that happen with her kids or her tripping down the stairs. She gets it on security camera. And it's just really funny. And just quick witted. I'm like, how did you just think of yeah. that just then? Yeah, she's very funny. Yeah. Um, so I really enjoyed that conversation. And yeah, we'd love to have on a ra- round table. So if anyone has any suggestions of like a topic that we could talk about mm. with Sarah and I, Eva, and maybe one other person, please let us know. Um, it might, what's that saying? It might ruffle some feathers. Oh, it's Four different opinions. Yeah, and as we know, we talk about opinions all the time. Everyone has a different opinion and some people get very offended by other people's opinions. Yes, and that's okay. That's okay, but it's also something to work on. Yes. <laughs> well, I hope everyone enjoys this episode. Yep. Share, like, send to Eva if you liked it and don't forget to 
like, subscribe, and pass on to your friends. Bye. Bye. Hi, Eva. Hi. <laughs> Excited to have you on. How are you? Thank you. I'm so excited. Um, must be such a privilege to have me. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Always. It's no, a privilege joking. to have you in any room that we're in. No, stop it. <laughs> um, so very excited. Now, I, Sarah, do you know much about Eva? Only from sitting across from you at dinner not that long ago. Yeah. And I was like, Tully, oh, my God, it's clicking. Tully's the one that says you're funny, you're amazing, yeah. you were on Yummy Mummies. That's all I know. Aww. I always say, like, if there's anyone on Instagram who is so real and open and relatable, I feel like that's you. Thank you. Not that I have kids or anything, because you talk a lot about family and stuff, but yeah. also just but not that I have kids or anything, but I just find you so fucking relatable. Like you always say things that people are probably thinking, but they're too scared to say it. Exactly. Well, having the whole platform of Instagram, by the way, I'm the worst influencer in the world. Oh, I think you're good. Well, um, I just, I have this Instagram and I just say what comes on my mind Mm -hmm. every single time and it's like, and I thought that people follow me because I'm cute (laughs) and because I'm fashionable. So then it's not that because I put a question out, why do you follow me? And every single person responded because you're real and funny. And I'm like, it's not because I'm pretty. (laughs) (laughs) But I think that's a compliment. Devastating, but yeah. (laughs) I think that's a compliment. So I want to go back a little bit. So how did you have a following before Yummy Mummies? How did you get yes, on Yummy Yes, I had yum- 600 people. Oh, really? <laughs> how did you get casted onto Yummy Mummies? Oh, so I have a girlfriend who works in Hollywood and here. Yeah. And she saw the advert for the applications and okay. she sent it to me and she said, you need to apply. And I told my husband, Stephen, yeah. and he said, uh, as if they're going to pick you, suburban <laughs> mum. And I was like, fine, I'm applying. Yeah. So I applied and I literally wrote one sentence and sent five photos in and I'll never forget it. We were sitting um, together and I get this call from a random number and I'm like, hello. And hello, it's Lyndall from Channel 7. Oh, wow. Um, I'm the producer of Yummy Mummies. And I've just looked at Stephen and gone. (laughs) (laughs) And he's gone... And I'm like, yeah, yeah. And we had a conversation for about half an hour and she was laughing at all the spew that came out of my mouth. And next minute she's in Melbourne and we're filming. Like it all just happened really, really quickly. Oh, wow. So yeah. you didn't have to go for like another interview just no. from that one phone call. Mm. She's like, you're it, you're the person. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I love that. What were the prerequisites to be on oh, Yummy like, Mummies? Like have that glamorous persona mm-hmm. yeah. and like, you know, take pride in your appearance and be a mum, basically. Mm. And I was pregnant with Milana. And it was devastating because it's the worst I've ever looked in my life. I was so pregnant, but not only was I so pregnant, it was the first time in my life I allowed myself to eat anything I Uh wanted. So breakfast, for example, was half a loaf of bread and half a jar of peanut butter. And I'm not exaggerating. I have yep. witnesses to this. So every it was a day. potato every day. That was just breakfast oh, after wow. my protein shake. Yeah. And um that made me a bit insecure. Yeah. As mm. like you're already pregnant and you can't see your vag. Mm. And here you are <laughs> in front of cameras, lights, camera action, and the re- rest of the ladies all looked hot because they already had their babies. And I'm like, this is me. Well, so. I, I, last night I did a little bit of stalking just on YouTube because I wanted to see some clips. I don't think you looked bad. Thank you. You did I didn't. felt bad. And I was balding after it. Oh, wow. Yeah, you know that post? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, like really? Anything else you want to throw my way? <laughs> I love that. But, yeah. How many seasons were you on it for? Um, there was a season before me yeah. and then there was a second season and I was on that. Mm. Okay. And it's been five years, believe it or not. Wow. And the fans are still like so when's the next season? And oh, I'm like, wow. the kid is five years old. I don't think it's happening again, guys. Yeah, really? But they're still adamant, like, can you release another? I'm like, I don't run Channel 7. Yeah. Because it was on Netflix too, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, so that's probably when you start. Because I think I ended up watching a few episodes in, like, lockdown or something. You know, when you're, like, trying to find. I was like, because obviously <laughs> we know you and we know Jane. I was like, oh, I haven't actually watched it properly. I'm yeah. going to watch it. So it was on Netflix. But can you just tell us a bit about that experience of filming and did it change your life post the show? Um, 
Look, in terms of I became an overnight mm. influencer yeah. and that wasn't by choice. Like mm. I wasn't, you know, some, some people strive to be an influencer. Yeah. It wasn't mine. Like I thought, oh, that would be cool. But then when it came to me and I was like, this is a whole new mm. planet and people think they know you because of a TV show that is pretty much completely fabricated. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a fun experience. Would I do it again? Probably. Mm-hmm. But um, it's like the influence life, like I said, I'm not the mm. best influencer. It's not for me. It's mm. There's a lot of fake influencing mm-hmm. and I'm not about that. I, I, I just can't fake loving a product when I don't. So I turn yeah. everything down and they're like, all my friends are like, you should be monetizing on this. And I'm like, but I can't do it. Mm. I can't do it. And you get some outrageous offers like, hey, here's a dildo. Here's 15 grand. Yeah. Take a photo of it. And I was like, ka-ching, ka-ching. And then I went, hold on, hold on. Fast forward 10 years, I don't want my kids, my son, his mates coming up to him and like, hey, yeah, Eva's yeah, yeah. holding a dildo. That's your mum. Yeah. yeah. So I said no to the 15 grand. And yeah. I just thought, you know what? Whatever is meant for you will come to you one way or another. So I believe that. I too. just yeah. stay true to yourself. Do you do sponsored posts though? If a brand comes to you and you generally love that product, do you do a sponsored post? Yes. Yeah. But I'm talking three or four a year. Yeah. Like yeah, yeah. very, very minimal. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because you have a full time job too. I was going to. Yes. Do you yes. feel the pressure to post every day? On Instagram and things like that? No. It's just like organic for you. Yeah. Yeah. I I genuinely don't care. Yeah. Yeah. Like at the start it was exciting because you're like, oh, my God. they're following. Yeah, and it's bizarre and people think they know you and they attack you and it's funny because it just Mm. is. And I don't, no, I don't feel any pressure to Mm. post. Mm. Um, I post literally spare of the moment. I'll think of something wild in my head and I'm like, (laughs) I need to say this on camera. And I do. Yeah. And I'll just pick up the phone, do my story, and then put the phone down. Love that. Because you, because one of the funniest things, you post a lot of, like, real-life moments. Like, from your security camera at home, I, <laughs> it's the funniest thing. Like, he will put up, like, a photo of, like, her walking down the stairs and all of a sudden she trips over a step and, like, tumbles <laughs> down and gets it back on the – people love that shit. And that's why I think people think that, that you're entertaining and relatable yeah. because it's shit that happens all the time. Mm. Yeah. But go back. So you have a full-time job as well. You're very intelligent. So can you tell us what you do? I don't think I'm that I intelligent. Think I think you are. Um, I think I'm a smart cookie but not intelligent. <clears throat> Sorry. So I've been a bid manager mm-hmm. for 18 years now. Bid, B-I-D. I have to say that because a lot of the times people go, What's, what do yeah. you do? And I'm like, I'm a bid manager. And they hear oh, what kind of big manager are you? I'm like, oh. And I'm like, no, 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 not a big manager. Like BID. So I run tenders Mm. for companies. So right now I just freelance word of mouth. So you are Chemist Warehouse. Yeah. You need a new IT system. So you put out a a tender document with all your requirements. That gets sent or, well, it goes on a portal. But Mm. um, IBM will pick it up, HP will pick it up, whoever will pick it up. And then I'm the person that gets that document on the other side. So Mm -hmm. I'm, say, IBM, and I'll open it up. And then essentially I have to ensure that we meet all the client's requirements. Mm. And it's always a set date. So you've got three weeks. If you miss the deadline, they won't even look at your document. Oh, wow. So I have to send procurement to procurement. I have to send legal to legal. I have to get the engineers involved. I have to get everyone involved and make sure that it looks like one whole concise well-written document that it's come from one person rather than 50 different people Yeah, because right. it has to read the same as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and I love what I do because it's it's pressure and I work really well under pressure. There's deadlines, timelines. And, yeah. Mm. and It's like adrenaline. And essentially I get paid to tell people what to do and I like that. Heaven. <laughs> you, you don't have to like read those final tenders or anything, yeah, do, I have do to. you? I have to, yeah. I have to read it top to bottom. Wow. And we're not just talking read it for Language, we're talking grammar, design, punctuation, oh. the works, yeah. Jesus. Wow. How do you balance work, social life, being mum, being wife? 
in my next life, I really want a penis. <laughs> I don't want to be a woman again. Yeah. I don't. Yeah. Um, Why? Because it's just too fucking hard. Like yeah. Stephen. Is your husband. Though. My yeah. husband. Works very, very, very hard. Gets up at five, doesn't come home till five. Mm-hmm. But when he comes home, his dinner is on the table mm-hmm. and he gets to scratch his balls on the couch. Mm-hmm. My day starts at six. You have to dress both kids. Mm-hmm. You have to feed both kids. One goes to kinder, one goes to school. Drop-offs. Then I have X amount of time in between. Let me jump on the computer. Mm-hmm. Work. So I'm frantically working to get those hours in to get the document done. Mm. And then, oh, I'll have like a five-minute break, go put a load of washing on, yeah. go do the dishes in between all of this. Then it's pick-up time, pick up both. Feed them. They want snacks. They're hungry after school. Cool. Then cook dinner, then put the kids to bed, then log on and then work till oh, midnight. Oh, wow. So I am literally like I'm a queen. Like you are literally. Queen. Straight out. Like yeah. I look at what I do. I'm like you're a sick bitch. Yeah. Like you want to make your husband happy. So like I cook, clean, suck, fuck, do whatever I need to do. <laughs> um, not to mention I just yeah. did pick up. I just spoke yeah. about pick up dro- and drop-offs. Yeah. What about activities? What about violin practice? Melana's not going to sit there and go pick up the violin by herself. Yeah. I have to sit with her and be like, come on, darling, let's do our little performance. Mm. She practices every day. There's everything in between. Yeah. Presents for kitty parties. Yeah. She has a better social life than me. Yeah, kids do, don't they? Yeah. She's been, and I'm not exaggerating, to 11 birthday parties this year. Wow. I haven't been invited to 11 <laughs> anything this year. Yeah. So, but, yeah, look. If you want to, you can. Yeah. And people go, oh, you must be exhausted. And I'm like, I'm sorry, do I look exhausted? Yeah. Like I get defensive and I'm like, yeah, I'm tired, but I'm happy and I'm thriving. Mm-hmm. This is the life for me. Could I not work? I have that privilege where I don't have to work. Mm-hmm. I choose to work because it feeds my soul. Mm-hmm. But other people don't just want to be a full-time mum and housewife. That is cool too. Mm-hmm. That's not for me. I need to be stimulated. Mm. Yeah, I like that. I do think women have it, I don't know if tough is the right word, but we have it a lot of pressure on our shoulders. But do you think like coming from an ethnic family that's the way it was mm-hmm. and you put that pressure on yourself? Yes and no. Yeah. Um, I don't Look, I'm the type of person I don't do anything that I don't want to do. Yeah. And, like, I used to look at my mum. She used to iron my dad's jocks. Mm. And I just went, I'm never going to fucking do that. Yeah. Ever. Ever. I do everything for Stephen because I choose to. Sure, he has expectations for certain things. At the end of the day, he pays all the bills in the house. Mm. That's the way it is in our house. That works for me. Yeah. I don't want the pressure of paying yeah. bills. So the money that I make is for fun. <laughs> yes. That's good. And then the, I, I like it from that point of view. And I think, yeah. he's happy because I'm doing everything that needs to be done inside the house. The work the thing, there is no pressure for me to work or mm. contribute to the house. Um, do I occasionally? Very, very rarely. Mm. But um, I just, yeah. yeah. Do you think people looking in, if anyone's listening, they might be, like, shocked? Because do you think some people's assumptions of you, they would think you've got, like, a full-time cleaner, yeah. a nanny, I, knowing you, like I know you've told me that before, but I think a lot of people's assumptions would think that. Yeah, people are so wrong. Like, I still find it fascinating. People watch a show and they genuinely think they know you. Yes. And they see you on Instagram and they think they know you and that you're friends with you. Mm. Yeah. It's the most bizarre feeling. Yeah. And they come up to you and you're like, I'm so sorry, I don't know you. Like I know you think you know me but you actually don't because I'm showing you, what, three minutes of my entire day. You don't know what I'm doing. Mm -hmm, Mm -hmm. And I had someone recently say to me, you never take your kids out. That's a big assumption. Why would someone say Because every time they see me and my kids, I'm at home and I'm like, when I take them out, I'm present. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not doing it for the gram, them running around being happy because they actually are happy. Showing mm-hmm. that I'm right? a good mum. Look what so I, what was yeah. the question? Oh, no, just <laughs> I went assumptions. Off on a tan- yeah, no, tangent. no, no, that was good. But, like, assumptions of you, I think a lot of people would think that you've got, like, a full-time oh, yeah, cleaner, yeah. like Absolutely. a nanny. Absolutely. I've got three nannies, <laughs> yeah. um, two cleaners full-time, 
Um, chauffeurs, yeah, all of that. Yeah, that's you. You've got a man. <laughs> that is you. A Mandarin speaking nanny. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Wish. Yeah. yeah. No, I just, I do it all. And yeah. if you want to, you can. And if you don't, and if it's too hard, there's no need to feel pressure. Like mm-hmm. I do it because I thrive on it. Mm-hmm. I'm that type of person. I don't like to relax. Mm-hmm. I just, you know, when people sit on the couch and they're like. Yeah, nah. No, yeah. I, I, it's not for me. Mm. I'm bored. Like if I'm on a holiday, different story. Cocktails, yeah. all that jazz by the pool. But in my everyday life, I don't want to relax because it makes me lethargic. So what gives you joy then? Doing all that stuff gives you joy? Um, yes and no. Okay. There's things that you like doing. Like I don't like doing the dishes or washing, but I like having a clean house. Yeah. And I'm that typical ethnic wog yeah. that the house needs to be pristine yeah. at all times. You can eat off my floor. Mm-hmm. Um, but seeing my kids thrive and be happy and achieve things, I love that. Yeah. That's that that's, gives you that's, joy. that's why you do it. Yeah. Tell had a question before and I said, duh, 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 wait, let's record this. What's more of your background? Because Tal was like, did you grow up in Williamstown? Like, what is your story? I, yeah, I said What Williams- is your story? Yeah. I was like, Williamstown, Essendon. I feel like you're a Williamstown, Essendon girl. And that's like, an no. assumption. Yeah, that was an assumption yeah. by me. Well, that's where I belong. Yeah, maybe that's why. <laughs> that's I, where I identify yeah. as. Yeah. I'm yeah. half right. Yes, but I'm not. I'm in the western suburbs of Melbourne, around mm-hmm. the Caroline Springs mm-hmm. area. I'm not giving my suburb yeah. away, but um, – and it's just – it's for us. Like, yeah. I would would I love a home in Turak that's the same size as my house? Yes, I do, but yeah. it's never going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, but I didn't grow up in this area. So I grew up in the north. Mm-hmm. Then my parents moved to the Gold Coast. Oh, wow. So then I lived on the Gold Coast. Oh, wow. And I went to uni, a Bond uni. No way. So that's where I did my oh. IT degree. Yeah. I did not know that. Yeah. So I went to Bond uni. So I'm a Bondy. Yeah. And, um, so excited that I went there because they gave me a $50,000 hex debt. Did oh. <laughs> 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 yeah, yeah, which took me like ages to yeah, pay off. And then when I started making good money, I just paid it off in a lump sum. And I was like, oh, because Such that's a good a, feeling. Yeah. 50 G's for mm. education. Like you want, you don't want me to be a criminal. Mm. You want me to go and work and pay tax, but then you want me to pay for my education too, yeah. which pisses me off. But I paid it off, so yay yeah. me. Go you. Good girl. Gold Coast. I never I would have picked that. I did not know that. Yeah, sunny place for shady people. And how did you get, how did you get back to Melbourne? So I always had plans after uni to move straight back oh, to Melbourne. Oh, did you? Okay. Yeah, but three, four months into my degree, mm-hmm. my friend on the Gold Coast was seeing a boy mm-hmm. and that boy was friends with Stephen, oh. my husband, and they – we all went out for dinner and he put me in a headlock in IGA. It was really romantic. <laughs> and we just started talking and next minute we were long distance for a year and a half. Whoa. And then I said, okay, I'm moving to Melbourne. You know this. Yeah. Let's move in together. Mm-hmm. And he's like, let's make it easy. He goes, move in with my mum and dad and me and then we'll find somewhere with no pressure. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. We stayed there 10 years. Wow. wow. 10 years. 10 years. So I you love your in-laws. sex quietly. Oh. <laughs> oh, my God. And living with your in-laws for 10 years is quite well, – How? what was that experience? I'm not going to assume what I think it is. So what was Honestly, that experience like? Thank God. Nice. I know I'm a very full-on character. Yeah. Right? And I'm in your face. They are just the most – beautiful people. Oh, that's nice. My father-in-law's passed away now, but I still get along brilliantly mm-hmm. with my mother-in-law. Adore her. She's like a second mum to yeah. me. Mm. Um, and apart from the sex thing, we had a great time. And, yeah. like, she treated us like our, her children because when you're a wog, like, and she, like, literally would cook for us every single night. It was like I was living in a That'd hotel That'd actually room. be heaven, like getting food for, made for you every single night. And if you don't want it, like, it's there. Every yeah. Regardless. And, again, being wogs, we didn't have to contribute financially. Yeah. Mm. So we got enough money to save to build a home and live a life. So it was great. Yeah, great 10 years. Yeah. <laughs> Far out. Yeah. I'd love to do that. What do you have, like, after filming Yummy Mummies, did you go back to work straight away? Oh, no, because you had Milana. No, yeah, I already ha- – yeah, I had Milana. So yeah. I took about nine months off with Milana. Yeah. 
Then I worked part-time for about a year, a year, mm-hmm. and then I had Stefan. Ah. And then I took about a year off from um, on mat leave with Stefan yeah. and then did the whole full-time thing mm-hmm. and I was under so much pressure at work and it was such a, like, high role mm-hmm. in this company and one day we're sitting, he's like, babe, this isn't working. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, just give me time. And he's like, we're not seeing the kids. Mm-hmm. And literally, I don't know how people do it. I would drop the poor little things off at 6 a.m. In the morning. Child- yeah, yeah, 6 a.m. to childcare. Drive for an hour in traffic. Not not to mention you have to get dressed, dressed up. Yeah, yeah, Then 5 o'clock work finishes. Drive an hour. By the time I pick them up, it's 6 o'clock. They go to bed at 7.30. So I feed them. So we've seen them for an hour and a half. Oh. How and long I was were you like, doing that for? It wasn't long. It yeah. was yeah. not even three months. And then it was COVID. So that was co- convenient Convenient, for me because I got to work from home and actually see my kids. Mm -hmm. Um, But, yeah, it was was too much. That's a a thing that I But some people don't have a choice. Yes. I have a choice. Yeah. And he's like, it's not working. He goes, if you want to do something part-time, knock your socks off. And now it's kids first and I do what I want to do. You're lucky you do have that choice. Yeah, not many people do. Yeah. Uh, How did being a mum change you? I care about someone more than myself now. Yeah, yeah. It's it's your paranoia is next level, your fear for them, for their future, for all the craziness that's. I have this stress that I never had before mm-hmm. because it was just me and Stephen. And Stephen's a big boy. He can take care of himself. Mm-hmm. Mm. But now I am responsible for raising two humans. Mm-hmm. I have to make sure they're educated they're kind, they have morals, they have all the things that you want mm-hmm. a kid to have. It's hard work. Yeah. It's it's a lot. Yeah. It's the hardest. Like I worked on the biggest tender in Australia at the time. It was for defence and it was worth $42 billion. Oh, my God. Right? We're talking 14-hour days, seven days a week. It's a walk in the park. Compared wow. to parenting. No way. To raising kids. I kid you not. Yeah. I kid you not. What's the hard, what is, out of all of that, what is the hardest? Like is it making sure they have manners? Is it teaching them about, because I was talking about this the other day to a friend. Um, we were, I was watching a documentary with my partner Damien and it was about, um, not that this is going to happen, but it was about kids getting addicted to ice and it was from like young girls that had had like trauma or whatever Mm. in their past and I was like how do you teach young women not to go get into certain situations and stuff like I was talking about it to one of our friends that's got um, a girl and a boy and she's like it comes down to making sure that you communicate with them that they can talk to you but I was like that scares the absolute life out of me like now I've got nieces and I'm like to my sister okay how are we going to educate them that if someone comes up to them how do you teach them that it's not okay. It's hard. And this goes back to the hardest thing I've ever done. Yeah. It's exhausting uh-huh. trying to think of everything. Yeah. So Milana went on her first excursion the other week. Uh-huh. You best believe I put a necklace on her with an air tag. <laughs> no, I would do. Did I you? would do. And this might be frowned upon. No, no, I, no, don't no, care. I would do like, that too, actually. If I could microchip my kids to know where they yeah. are, I would for my own peace and sanity because I don't trust the world. Yes. Mm. And going back to that, it's about it's a fine line between being good cop and bad cop and limits and um, thinking of everything that you need to teach Uh them is exhausting. Mm. So you've got the manners thing. Again, not the most important thing in the world. You still want them to have it. Um, I used to, it's going to sound corny, but I used to sit in bed with Milana every single night and I would be like, listen, repeat after me. I'm strong. I am brave. I'm worthy. I'm this. I'm that. I'm kind. I'm special. Mm -hmm. I'm beautiful. And then I would explain slowly over time and time what What things are. And then. I don't think that's corny. I like that. Yeah. I think my parenting is a bit different to other mm-hmm. parenting people do the whole gentle parenting thing and they have all these other ways of parenting. I let Milana swear at home. Mm-hmm. 
You want to say fuck, you say fuck. Mm-hmm. I go, knock your socks off. So she, you best believe she is sitting, singing Cardi B, little bitch, you can't fucking <laughs> But she knows the moment she leaves the house, mm. I will cut your tongue off. If you swear. If you swear. Yeah. So I give her a little bit of freedom, mm-hmm. right, because the kids that are like, don't you dare swear, you know what they do in the playground? That's what they do. So it's about giving them a little where it doesn't really matter mm-hmm. and building that relationship of trust and I'm there for you mm-hmm. and even if you get lost. I'm sitting there going, now, Milana, what's our address? What's mummy's phone number? Oh, what's that's good. Mm. Yeah. Things that you think, hold on, this kid might get lost one day. Yeah. It happens. Yeah. yeah. It could happen at an excursion. It could. She could escape school. We don't know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And you, just, you, you know what? You do your best. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, if that scares the living daylights out of me, all that stuff. I would do the air tag thing because I'm a fucking That's psycho. actually brilliant. Yeah, I'm a psycho. I'm not a psycho. I'm just a paranoid. Severe paranoia. Yeah. Welcome to Cameron's Warehouse Picks of the Week. <laughs> I was waiting for you then, Tal. And it's my turn this week mm-hmm. because I love using this. It's Avens, and I don't know exactly what you call it, but. It's a face mist spray and yeah. I use it for hydration. It's called thermal spring thermal water spray. Thermal spring water soothing and softening. So whenever I'm feeling really dehydrated and dry, I have sprayed this. Mm-hmm. And especially traveling traveling on an aeroplane, yeah. I take that. I saw a lot of people going to Europe because Italy and everywhere was so, so hot. Mm. Heaps of people were spraying on their face when they were walking around to keep it hydrated. I'm like, that is such a good tip. And so I love that. if you're going to Bali... Wash your face with this. Yes, that was my little thing for mm-hmm. this. So Sarah said this was her pick this week and I actually saw a hack on TikTok about not using your the water in Bali or LA because it's very bad for your skin. People were spraying their face with the thermal water, cleansing, spraying, and then that's that. So you get that from Kemmer's Warehouse. I think the biggest thing, though, is to instill confidence. Yeah. Like the conversations that I have with Milan, I don't – hear other parents having them openly. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So she'll come home, she'll be like, so-and-so was mean today. I go, what do you give a fuck? Mm-hmm. I go, who the fuck is she? Mm-hmm. I go, does she change your life? Is she important? Mm-hmm. No, so why do you care what she thinks? Mm-hmm. She didn't like my shoes. Big fuck. Do you like your shoes? Yes, mm-hmm. I do, mum. Great. Yeah. That's all that matters. Great. Yeah. That's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she's become a tough little cookie mm-hmm. because of that. Um, look, whether it's right or not, right or wrong, we don't know. Time will tell. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I think it's really important. I think that having the trust and the communication with your child. Like I went to school. I was fine with my family, but I went to school with this girl and her family was so strict, like so strict. Mm. Would not let her do things, had to be home a certain time, whatever, all these kind of rules. Compared to all of us, her parents are very strict. And when we hit our teens, she was the first person that went off the rails. Really? Yeah. Yeah. She did drugs first. She was stealing alcohol, doing all this crazy stuff. And I always remember that. And I'm like, I was lucky that my family communicated. If I wanted to go to that party, you can go to that party, but I'm buying you two cruises. Mm. That's all you're allowed to have. And I wouldn't go to my friend's brother to be like, can I have six cruises and go overboard yeah but she was the one person that went really off the rails and my parents were very they were strict with certain things education was not an option you will you will be educated Mm -hmm. however like I was going underage uh, overage clubbing when I was 16 Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but my parents knew uh, yes and there was so my mom my dad would drop me off to the club yeah and then he would pick me up at midnight because Mm. he knows where you are Mm. right and he's like you can go overage clubbing yeah he knew I just wanted to dance. Yeah, yeah, I, like yeah. that's what I was there for. And he'd pick me up at midnight. I'm like, please let me stay till two. He's like, no. He goes, I'm giving you something. Yeah, yeah. give me back something right. in return. Yeah. And I was happy to compromise. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think that's important. Have you always had that really strong mindset of like how you're saying the affirmations to Milana and things like that? Have you always had that strong confidence within you, or has something had to toughen you up? Something had to t- toughen me mm. up. Yeah. Um, Oh, I had a bully mm. in oh, wow. primary school. Yeah. And because I've always been who I was, mm-hmm. I think that bothers some people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you're displaying the confidence to them and they don't have it and they get upset, they try to yeah. push you down. Yeah. And 
She got physical with me. No way. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, she punched me. In primary school? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll never forget. And she was a year above me. And then I happened to run into her at high school as well and then it started again. Oh, and, God. And I was like, you know what, game on, let's fight. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I'm ready to get physical now. Mm-hmm. And nothing eventuated, yeah. obviously. But um, she put me down so much mm-hmm. and... Eventually I went to my mum mm-hmm. and my mum said, you need to sort it out yourself. And later on in life my mum said that was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life. Mm. She goes, because you are who you are mm. now because you stood up for yourself. That's I get it oh, now. Yeah. But at the time it felt like, bitch, why aren't you like, protecting help me? me? Yeah. Help me. Yeah. Help me. But she also knew the kind of child I was. Like that would work on my daughter yep. but mm-hmm. that wouldn't work on my son because mm. my son's a softy. Whereas yes. my daughter's a savage like me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I was like, you know what? I had this thing where I heard, I don't remember who said it, so I can't quote them, but they said, unless you're fucking me, feeding me or financing me, your opinion doesn't count. And I just went, oh, my God, that resonates with me. Yeah. Because at the end of the day, like you, you don't actually affect my life. Yeah. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. You're not fucking me or feeding me. Or financing me. Mm-hmm. So why should your opinion, why do I care what you think of me? Yeah. No, I care about what my employer thinks of me, what my husband thinks of me, the people that give me something. Mm-hmm. But if you're not giving me anything, not in the monetary way, but in general. Giving you value. Some yeah. sort of value. Yeah. Then why do I care what you think? Yeah. It's so good. I like but the that. amount of people that actually do care about other people's opinions, like you're quite unique to have this such mm-hmm. strong mentality, especially in the influencer world yeah. because the influencer world is built on validation from others. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So it, it's, it's a unique mindset. It's very good quality to have. I, I think, I honestly, I think it is. Yeah. I hope my daughter is like that and is an influence. Like I don't follow trends. Mm-hmm. I don't do it because everybody else is doing it. Mm-hmm. I do it. In everything I do, I do because I like it. I want to do it. Mm-hmm. And I wish everybody was like that because you see people following just to go against the grain. Yeah. Who cares what people think? Like are they feeding you? Are you going to starve if you don't? Mm -hmm. I like that. Do you deal with many trolls on Instagram? Yeah. I used to. Yeah. But you give it back though. Really badly. And they're not getting trouble because I'm better at fighting. (laughs) What do you mean? What? Who, who, who gets you in trouble? Why? You, you know what I've noticed though, and this is going to be sound so controversial. I don't even know if I should say it or not. Never in the history of trolls, yeah. yeah, have I ever had a strong, successful, gorgeous woman troll me. It's true. Yeah, because it's going back to what you were saying before about insecure, insecure. People. It's like that's more about them and their insecurities because you're making them feel a certain way because you ooze confidence mm. and. You say it how it is and they wish they had that quality. So they attack it. So they attack it. It's like it's it happens. Yes. It's not nice. Like there was a lady messaged me out of the blue. She's like, your neck is old. What? First of all, first of all, (laughs) I wasn't insecure about my neck. Thank you, though. Yeah. And and then so I posted it and I wrote, yeah, but at least I have a neck. Mm. And then I get in trouble. Oh. oh, you're fat shaming. Oh, you. What about me? Yeah, yeah, what yeah. about me and my old looking neck? <laughs> so, um, uh. it, um, I was at the start. I got a little, got it a mm-hmm. lot, and then I just bit back. Mm-hmm. And now it doesn't happen. Like occasionally, I'll get the odd one on my live. Like I had a boy the other day. I was on live because mm-hmm. I, I get bored and I want to talk yeah, shit, yeah, yeah. and I need an oh. audience. And um, he was saying something, and I said, L- "Listen," I said. I will find your dad and I will make you my stepson. <laughs> Watch the way you speak to mummy. He left that live so fast. Really? And he was going for ages. And I wow. thought, I'll let him go. But as soon as I went yeah, yeah, and yeah, yeah. one-upped him, he was out of there. But, yeah, I wish he was more, honestly, because it's fun. It's yeah. fun. Very funny and very quick-witted. Like, so I, I, I couldn't think of a response no, like that straight away. I could away. not deal with, like, having trolls and stuff. I'm just like, I block and ignore. I love that you go back. Because they don't expect people to go back to them. I, th- I like it. It's like a self-respect thing. Yeah. You're sticking up for yourself. Yeah, but, like, who are you? Yeah. Like, why, why are you doing it? Right? Yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, I always think that when I see like, you know, when sometimes you look at someone's photo and then there's like a little bit of an argument happening underneath and I'm like, why do you feel like you need to attack that person? Mm. Like one, I don't know if you guys follow Tammy Hembro. I'm obsessed with Tammy Hembro and I always see comments underneath her ex-partner, Matt Poole, that they've got a little baby together and like her fans like attack him under the photo. And I'm like, you've got no idea why that relationship ended You've got nothing. Why do you feel like you need to attack this guy for? Yes. He didn't choose to be, like, getting attacked by Tammy Hembro fans. Like, yeah. And then there's all this, like, conversation underneath of this fighting and I'm like, fuck, people must be so bored. Yeah. No, but they feel some sort of pa- keyboard warriors. They well, feel exactly. Satisfaction like, I've had a situation me. where someone's written something mean about me on my page. Mm-hmm. And then the fans attack them. <laughs> good. And I'm like, shit. That's a good I don't, community. I don't even have to fight my own battles yeah. anymore. I have a little army. I love that. That's good. And I'm like, hey guys, don't ev- don't don't even worry about it. Like, yeah. it doesn't affect me. It's okay. Like, don't let it get to. It yeah. doesn't get to me. Don't I like that the community is like sticking up for you and stuff like that. Also, I have to say, are you on TikTok? Yes. Okay, I have to say this. The other day I was, and then I saw you post about it. The other day I was just going on TikTok and then I was like, it was this, I think it was American. I don't know what it was. They had reposted one of your videos with your kids. I think it was Milana. And Steph. And Steph. And they, she got pissed off. I can't remember what the video yeah. was. On the, was it on a bike or something? Yeah. Anyway, I was like, oh, that's Eva's kids. Like, and then I'm watching it. 16 million views. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. So they'd reposted one. Was it a story? Um, yeah, it was a story. They reposted one of her stories of her kids, like kind of one got reactive and what, like something like that. Yeah. And then they reposted it, 16 million yeah. views. Yes. Yeah. And they're probably monetizing off it. And I'm like, here's me the donkey again. <laughs> <laughs> like that's my video and that video is And they won't take it down. And they, because. Once you post something online though, do you have permission? Oh, it's a great area. So. Yeah. A couple of years ago, uh-huh. I submitted the video into kids getting hurt. Oh, right? oh that video. That video. Oh. And they posted it, right? But now I've asked them to take it down and they're like, you signed away rights. Mm. To, and I'm like, so I revoke the contract now because oh. you're posting it now on other Instagrams that I didn't give you permission, permission to post. To person, yeah. I wanted it on kids getting hurt because it was, it was funny. Yeah, it is funny. Right, and I'm totally okay for it to be there and I'm aware that it could get 100 million views on mm-hmm. there. But don't now monetize constantly and keep reposting and put it on your other, other Instagram. That's not cool, but whatever. You obviously need the money more than I do. So yeah. Knock your socks off, babe. Do you, sorry, do you find, because I don't get trolled on Instagram, but I find, and Sarah, you're the same, like TikTok is like full of trolls. Oh, I've been trolled on TikTok. I've been a TikTok, of on, on TikTok. I get trolled all the time. Mm. But, but the funny thing is, it's always men. Not women. Oh, You're sometimes kidding. women, but always men. Yeah. Yeah, but it's probably like Gavin with a beer gut where he can't even see his doodle. Well, the funny thing is I've stalked a <laughs> like few Like it's people. never a hot no, guy no, with never. abs. It's yeah, of course. It's like probably very unhappy people. Or I've stalked them and their little photo is like, this is what pisses me off the most. If it's a dad with kids, I'm like, you're, and especially yeah. girls, I'm like, yeah. you're a fuckwit. Like how dare you jump on someone's account and troll a female when you're a dad of two girls mm. or a girl. Like, that's not okay. And, you know, karma hit, hits where it hurts most, so you best believe those kids are probably going to get bullied. Well, exactly. Well, we've got a friend, um, Morgan, and I respect this so much. So her partner is quite a famous tennis player. Like, he plays for the U.S. Well, he's US, United States. And she gets a lot of tennis fans, like males, messaging her, like, you're a blonde bimbo, you're a money whore, what do they call yeah. a gold, gold digger, digger. Yeah. all these things. So then she goes to their account, finds their fiancé, wife or daughters or girlfriend or whatever and, messages, and them. messages them the messages that they've been messaging her. And she's like, hey, just letting you know your husband has been sending me that. these messages. And I'm like, that is a fucking queen to I do that. that. Yeah. So next time just if it ever happens to anyone that's listening or us, find the female partner, partner yeah. whatever, and then send them. A lot of them probably wouldn't have partners. Like, I true. actually saw someone on TikTok do a similar thing, but she went like he was being dirty. Oh. And she found him on Facebook <gasps> and screenshotted and messaged every single contact, then found him on LinkedIn, messaged his boss. <gasps> and I was like, 
Yes, bitch. That is amazing. See, that is I like that. queen moves. Like that is like I have so much respect for women that are just don't put up with it and they're like, no, no, this is not okay. Mm. Like let's because that's disgusting. People have forgotten how to be kind but like I get that you hate yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But just leave me out of it. Yeah. I don't know how to. It's kind of that until and I say it, it's like with unhappiness and happiness, say you're happy and they see it, they want to pull you back mm-hmm. down because they, they don't, don't like they don't know how to get to that level of happiness. So they would rather see people back down to where they are. Yeah. It's a thing. Like they don't like seeing that. So they're like, nope. It's very similar to jealousy. A hundred percent. I think there's a reason why people say it's a curse. I don't get jealous. Like if yeah. you buy a Ferrari, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't have a Ferrari, mm-hmm. I'm fucking stoked. You know yeah. why? Because I'm your mate, and guess who gets to sit in the car? Yeah. <laughs> me, yeah, exactly. me. Like yeah. if I eat, you eat, mate. Yeah. Like yeah. share the love. Yeah. So but true. People don't see it that way. Yeah, yeah. It's not. I think jealousy. We're talking about good qualities before. I think jealousy is such a bad quality in mm. someone. Um, such a. But bad it's also quality. Like very motivating. Yeah, like, it is actually. It, it can yeah, be the way you look at it. Yeah. I know yeah. that sounds so bad, yeah. but yeah. like, I'll never forget this story. Um. I posted um, a photo uh-huh. of a chick. This is way pre-kids, uh-huh. like we're talking two, three, four years before I had kids. And it was this model in an action shot and she's walking and her ponytail's swinging and she's holding a baby boy and then holding a girl's, a little girl's hand walking down the street. Mm-hmm. And I posted it and I wrote, me, when I'm a mum. Oh. Oh, my God. My girlfriends, which I'm no longer girlfriends with. Yeah. You're delusional if you think that's going to be you. Um, no. Yeah, unless you have a nanny and a makeup artist and all this, that's not going to be you. Yeah, Eva, that'll be you, except you'll be covered in vomit. <clears throat> and I was like, wow, that's pretty full on because mm. some of these um, women already had kids, so they know best, right? Mm. And I was like, oh, that's not going to be me? Okay, so I'm going to become a yummy mummy. (laughs) Which happened. (laughs) (laughs) And then I reposted it, the same photo, me trying to do the same photo, like after kids, and I was like, told you so. Like I'm I'm petty that way. Yeah. Do you reckon those friends still follow you? Um, I don't know. I don't know if they stalk, but like one of them that wrote a negative comment, she's like, I'm actually – embarrassed of what I wrote back then oh. and she's like but I'm so glad that this is you now oh respect yeah respect. so yeah yeah that's respect but I was like why why kill my aspirations yeah when that happened did you step away from those friendships straight away no I stepped away from from, from them for other reasons mm-hmm. and that was um, my mum was dying of cancer mm-hmm. in hospital and Instead of coming to visit me, they went out for coffee. Oh. So, and I literally got rid of six girlfriends in one day. Yeah. That's crazy. And I'm talking close girlfriends. Yeah. We were together at least once a week. We had coffee nights, mm. the works. and Tell your actions. Yeah. yeah. Actions. We and always talk about actions and that's not, yeah. And I've, I've become really good at cutting people out, mm-hmm. like really, really good. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a certain threshold I reach now and I'm like, you know what? You don't put in as much as mm. I do. Yeah. And then I will block you on everything, mm-hmm. phone number, Instagram, Facebook, everything. I think that's something that we're probably, and we talk about it all the time on the podcast. I think learning, but I think we've definitely gotten better. I feel like the last probably two years, it's like cutting off people that don't serve you, don't serve you, don't give you value, make you feel like shit. Yeah. I'm like, and their actions. Like women, women tend to hold on to friendships for a lot longer than what they should, I oh, feel absolutely. like. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I've, I've been a victim to it. Like Stephen, mm. um, he noticed it and he's like, oh. He noticed it before I did and he's mm. like, hmm, 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 hmm. Something, ta- yeah, 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 yeah. And he's like, I don't think they like you anymore. Wow. And I was like, that's fucking rude. Yeah, I'm very yeah, likable. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously my confidence is inflated. So, <laughs> yeah. so and then when that happened, I just went, my mum is dying. Yeah. yeah. She is dying. Mm. And you guys were around the corner from the hospital. Oh, no. And you didn't come and see me. I'm, nah. 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 That's, mm. I, I'd be the same. Absolutely. Because I know the type of person I am. And when you go through something, I am 
I'm that bitch mm-hmm. yeah. that will be up your ass making sure that you're okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And supporting you and helping you fight through it and checking in mm-hmm. at the very least. Like we all have lives. We all yeah. get busy. Yeah, I, of course. I get it. I'm sorry. Instead of scrolling on TikTok, send a fucking message and check in on your mate. Uh-huh. So true, isn't it? Like so true. Um, I want to go change the subject a little bit. Let's go. Okay. okay. If you, if that casting director called you today, what is there another reality show that you would love to go on? We always ask this question and I love answering it because I, Sarah and I are like amazing race, 100%. Oh, oh God, I don't run. No. <laughs> oh, no. I'm telling you, yeah, yeah. I can't read maps. So entertaining. There's a couple. Okay. I so desperately, desperately want to be a commentator on maths. Oh, I, I love maths. I just want to be a commentator on maths. Because, yes. like, I'm really funny, right? Yes, yes, you'd be great. Right? And I just want to join the di- dinners and have my two cents. Yeah. <clears throat> but, not like, I want to be on the show, but I don't want a yeah, person yeah, to yeah, marry. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yes. Like a, you want to put narrator. your opinion, opinion yeah. in. I'd love to go on, like, Real Housewives and have yeah. a bit of a yeah. for, for shits and giggles. The new Sydney one come out, didn't yeah, it? Yeah, soon, soon. Okay, yeah. And, um... But I'm, I think I'm too poor to be on that. Oh, no, you're <laughs> stupid. Because it's all, like, wealthy yeah. women that are on there competing, whereas I'm not about the competing life. Like, I, mm. I genuinely don't yeah. give a shit. I just want the banter and the fun of it the and the drama. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm pe- but the crazy thing is people watch these shows and genuinely think that they're real. Yeah, I know. And they think. Is everything scripted? course it is mm. is it like they tell you you're gonna have this conversation at this cafe but you today. don't have like Pretty a much. script though in front of you no 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 yeah. it's your own words, words yeah but they guide it yeah so they're like okay so today you guys are gonna be sitting at the table i want you to start talking about breastfeeding breastfeeding yeah, and exactly. your opinion your opinion go mm-hmm. yeah okay yeah so it's there's heavy there's very heavy heavy producing and then there's light producing like yummy mom was was i'd say lightly produced mm-hmm. like they guide you the way and they give you the subjects mm. but you don't say anything that you're not forced to say anything mm-hmm. you're not pressured to say anything whereas i know on shows like maths mm-hmm. you're not leaving that dinner table until they get their content it's yeah. as simple as that and they will feed you alcohol and mm. they will it's fucking wild yeah like yeah you should know that before you sign up. Yeah. yeah. We had Ella um, Ding from Maths come on our podcast. Love her. Yeah. Come on our podcast. Was it last year? Soon she came off the Soon season. she came off, yeah. And she was like those dinner parties were like. An hour was long. Hours and hours. Yeah. But as a viewer, they are so fucking entertaining. And Juicy. you get so hooked in the drama that you're like, yeah. same what you were saying before. It's like you feel like you know them. I'm like, oh, nah. Don't like you, don't like you, yeah. you, but it's very heavily produced. produced. And edited. Yeah. Like oh, I absolutely. remember reacting to one thing and they're using that reaction. For another scene. Oh. Yeah. yeah. And I'm like. Mm. Yeah, they do that in the dinner parties. Too. And I'm like. Mm. So. But as a viewer, you can see that. Like on the maths dinner parties, like someone will like eye roll and I'm like, that wasn't that. from that scene. Yeah. That was from like two hours ago. Yeah. Like you can just tell. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It's crazy. So crazy. What's next? For me? Yeah. Are you having any more kids? Oh, my God. I would rather eat poo. (laughs) I cannot. That's a big fat no. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I was about about to say something a lot worse, but I I get it. Okay, that's a no. Yeah. Yeah, it's a hard no. Yeah. And I feel bad because I'm like, I'm so fertile. Like, I can't wash my underwear with Stevens. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Like, I will... Fall pregnant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Stefan was one go. Wow. Yeah, okay. And I see these women struggling mm-hmm. and it's mm-hmm. devastating. And I almost like get the guilt. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, no, I can provide these two everything. Healthy, happy life. Right. And be able to send them to a decent school, all the rest mm-hmm. of it. If I have four, I can't send them all to a grammar yeah. school. Yeah. Right. So uh, no kids. <clears throat> God, no. Mm. Yeah. No more. Um, but yeah, what's for the future? I genuinely, this is going to sound so corny and so boring. I just want to have a good time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I just want to be happy. I love that. Um, whatever that entails, I just want to spend time with friends, go out, travel, party a little, watch my kids thrive, watch them grow, make sure they're happy and healthy. Mm-hmm. Like it's the simple shit, right? Mm-hmm. 
that's very much what we've been saying lately. It's like what makes you happy. And it's literally just being like, we had an episode on a couple of weeks ago and we we're talking about hobbies. We don't have a hobby. We're like, we need Me to, too. Yeah, we, we need don't. To, I don't have a talent no, either. We're like, yeah, I don't <coughs> either. I'm like, we need to think of a hobby. Like we don't have any hobbies. Mm. And then we're like, okay, what well, gives us joy? And we're like, well, spending time with friends and family actually gives us joy. Like doing dinners and stuff. And we're like, but that's not a hobby. Yeah. So now, but we're the same. Just like spending time. Yeah, but what time do I want to do? Collect stamps. Well, like, well, this is I don't thing. like stamps. We were like, do we do pottery? Do we do like. Do you like pottery? One girl done it. One girlfriend's like, let's go fencing. I'm like, like no way. Let's try things. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I wouldn't mind stabbing someone randomly. <laughs> Legally. <laughs> but it, yeah. Yes. But it's like, we don't have a hobby, but the things that do give us joy give is. I think Every, happiness. It relies on other people. Yes. So it's like what brings you joy? Just yourself. Do you have anything? I don't know, masturbating and shopping. <laughs> <laughs> that could be your hobby. Shopping can be, yeah, masturbating yeah. probably can like, be too, yeah. I'm not a simple person but, like, my needs and wants are kind of yeah. simple. Yeah. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. I just I just want to be happy and yeah. spend time with the people I love. Mm-hmm. Like do I want to be on a super yacht? In Monte Carlo, of course I do. I'm not stupid. Yeah. But due to financial circumstances, mm-hmm. I'm not. Yeah. yeah. So, but that's okay mm-hmm. because we're happy here. Yeah. And that can be a future goal. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, always. Um, where can people find you on socials? Instagram, mm-hmm. eva.mara. And we'll put Eva with an I, I-V-A dot mm-hmm. M-A-R-R-A. And TikTok, is that the same? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really bad at TikTok. I reckon you'd be great on it, like, if you were consistent. Yeah. It'd be entertaining. Oh, editing. Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. But do you know what? With TikTok, I sometimes just post, like, my stories on TikTok. Like. And they they do Yeah, because I feel like TikTok's, like, you don't have to edit and stuff or do, Mm. like, anything fancy. I feel like TikTok, you know when on your Instagram feed it's more curated, curated, it's more, like, Whatever. Perfect. Yeah. yeah, but with TikTok, I feel like I can easily go on there with like out makeup and like yeah. anything like that. So a lot of my stuff that I put on stories, I can put on TikTok on my feed. I'm gonna try that. Yeah, because people, uh, I think TikTok. And we had a girl on a couple of weeks ago. It's more of an entertainment platform. So you, you go on TikTok for so many different reasons than what you would Instagram. Yeah. Like I discover a lot of people on TikTok that I wouldn't discover on Instagram. Yeah. And I'm Correct. like, fuck, they're entertaining. But I love the educational part of Same. TikTok. And like all the Google, like we went to Bali a few weeks ago. All the restaurants and stuff we found was from TikTok. I love that. I just Googled, it as a, like an SEO kind of. Yeah, like, like a Google search engine. engine. And I'm doing the whole castor oil thing that I found on TikTok. Oh. Me too. Am I glowing? Tell me I'm glowing. I've been doing it on my face and everything. I I swear by it. I can't. Mine stinks. I got the Jamaican one. Yeah. And it's. That's really good for your hair, the Jamaican oil. Oh, it stinks. I can't. I would put dog shit on my face if you told me it was making me look younger. (laughs) Do you know what? I've started using snail mucin and I found that. Sorry? Yeah. It doesn't. It's weird. It's like a weird consistency. But I found that on TikTok and. It's made my skin so much more hydrated. What is it? So it's snail mucin. I don't know where the snail mucin is from or if it's from the – I have no idea. But it's from a snail somehow. It's, is that the trail that it leaves? I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. But it's it's a South Korean because we all know South Korea. Oh, I love Korean. Yeah, perhaps. they literally are like the pioneers of skincare, I think. Yes. Um, And they it's from a South Korean brand. And basically it's like this serum, but it's quite thick and sticky. Mm. And so you cleanse your face, you dry your face, and then you put it all over your face and let it sink in and then use your serums and moisturizer. Mm. But it's supposed to make your skin like plump and super hydrated. Well, your skin looks great, so oh, it's working. You. Well, I just send me the link. Yeah, I'll send you the link. But I found that on TikTok. For people that don't know about castor oil, how do you use mm. you use castor oil? On my face, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, I have the worst hair. It's so thin mm-hmm. and limp, and like it takes a lot to get volume. Like mm-hmm. it's just, and I'm now now I'm trying to grow my hair mm-hmm. long and do all that jazz. So you put in the roots. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. And the eyelashes because I want long oh. eyelashes. Yeah. Your eyelashes are really long. Or are they fake? They're stuck on, babe. Oh, I was going to say, <laughs> they're really long. No, I know that because you messaged me last night. I'm yet to pull it in my, put it in my belly button. I've a lot tried of that. People, how's it going? Yeah. Oh, is I that with the I compressed just do it, hot thing? Well, I just top? do it at night. So I do like brush my teeth, do my face, put it in my belly button, then I do a heat pack and have it when I go to sleep. 
Well, what is this supposed to do in your belly button? It's supposed digest. to go into all your organs and like get Cleanse rid of the, yeah. and toxins and stuff. Yeah. Maybe do that tonight. Yeah. You just put it in button. there. Your belly button. Yeah. Oh. Does yours stink? Mine stinks so No, bad. you've got the black yeah, Jamaican one. Yeah, I do have one. the Jamaican one and it fucking rakes. Like every time I put on my face, I dry rage. I'm like, I can't. <laughs> I can't. Anyway, thank you so much for coming on. Thank you. I I hinted long enough. I know. <laughs> I know. You've literally been, we've got this list of people that we're like, okay, we need to have them on. It just hasn't aligned yet. And then when we had the studio, I was like, fuck, I'll ask to see if you're free. Thank you. Yay! I'm so happy to be here and please invite me back. This was fun. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll do like we'll a round table. Yeah, exactly. Or yeah. To- something about a topic. I reckon that would be fun well, That would be you. really good. Mm. I'm done. Okay. Done. It's us again. We're back. It's Tully and Sarah. And if you don't know, we have an activewear brand called Tully Lou. And we have Australia's favourite leggings, but not only do we have leggings, we've got hoodies, we've got outerwear, we've got everything that you may need for an active lifestyle. So we want to give you guys an offer. If you've never shopped at Tully Lou, or if you've shopped at Tully Lou and you just want $15 off your next order, you need to take this offer and it's TL Cherry, all caps, all one word, and pop that in at checkout and you will get $15 off. So head to our website. It's www.tallyloo.com or head to our Instagram, stalk our page, use the code and let's get you all in some TL. And welcome to the family. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. 